What's going on everybody? It's Billy Wayne here with our first official episode for Legacy United, a Righteous Project Inc. podcast. Uh, just to let you know about our organization and what the podcast is about, the Righteous Project Inc. is a nonprofit organization. We provide free financial literacy resources to the youth in our community. We encourage people of all ages and people from all states to take advantage of our resources at righteousproject.org. And with our podcast, Legacy United, what we are here to do, we want to invite all local entrepreneurs, people that operate nonprofit organizations, uh, people that earn their degrees and made something successful out of them, um, people that earned the trades and made something successful out of it as well. Even people that are climbing that corporate ladder. You know, we want to hear those stories about where you came from, the things that you had to go through. Uh, the success stories, the struggles, all that, right? Everything that kind of built you to become the person you are today. We think it's important that, you know, people can hear those type of stories from people and folks that they can relate to um, instead of just always hearing it from celebrities, right? Um, and that's what we're here to do is is to share those stories. And that's what I'm here to do is, is to share mine as well. Um, first episode is about Billy Wayne and where he came from. Um, so here we go. Um, so I grew up, you know, born and raised in Denver, Colorado, uh, grew up on the West side off of Tennyson street across the street from Rodriguez, uh, park, I believe. Um, and around age seven, I think 1991, we moved, we moved to Park Hill, which is Northeast Colorado. Um, and that's, that's kind of where I grew to become the person I am today. You know, and uh, I did grow up with both my parents. Both were hardworking parents, you know, always, always uh, working their nine to fives, always on the grind. Uh, they had separate shifts at times, Monday through Friday. Um, and I was the baby of the family, a uh, baby of four, no, five, I'm sorry, five. Um, and, you know, so you know, I did what all kids did. You know, we went out, got into trouble. Ran the streets, uh, made a lot of homeboys back in the day. Shout out to my boy Chester, Victor, uh, Lionel Mosley, and many others. Um, a lot of people that, that you know, um, that I rode with. So, um, you know, I did get into a lot of trouble. You know, I've been robbed before. I've been um, in a lot of fights. Uh, ran with, you know, ran with the gang at the time or even still to, the, to this day. Uh, Parkhead was considered is considered you know blood territory um that's that's where i grew up at and across the colorado boulevard was the east side which was crip territory um but the crazy thing is that i did make friends you know from from both sides you know so um it was a crazy time for sure um but I, you know i was i was lucky to not get in you know or get caught with a lot of things that you know we did back in the day um but i did i did fight a lot um, and kind of get into it, but, you know, I was, I was, uh, lucky enough to, to not, um, you know, get charged with anything, so, um, thankful for that, um, but anyway, so, even at a young age, I, I gravitated towards music a lot, and I love to play the piano, I love listening to hip-hop in the 90s, um, I used to write down the lyrics and, and memorize them and, and repeat them and all that, but um, I eventually wanted to become a producer, you know, or owner of, of a record label. And I think a lot of people wanted to do it like that. But um, 
that's kind of where where I, I wanted to to do things, you know, when I grew up. So I eventually got my hands on a Casio, a real cheap Casio keyboard and a karaoke machine and I used to splice the I spliced the wires, you know, to where I could split the audio, hook it up to the to the karaoke machine and yeah, I used to make beats, you know, a cassette tape, I put it on the recording side, then I'll make a, a drum drum loop, then I'll put that the cassette tape in the other side, new cassette cassette tape in and then record on top of that, you know, the strings and the piano, all that, you know, to where I used to make my beats. But uh, it wasn't like how it is today. You just open up a laptop, download some software, and and you know get to get to making music. Nah, yeah, we had to make it from scratch, you know. So we did what we had to do, you know, with the, with the funds we had. Uh, but I did that for a while, and um, in high school I went to East High School for about a semester, and that's where I met my homeboy Lionel Mosley, um, and he introduced me to a couple of his friends as well, Bernard, uh, which was one of the hardest beat makers I've ever heard, you know, um, even Lionel, Lionel Mosley, very creative, very creative individuals, you know, um, and I wanted to aspire to be like them. And they, they had a homeboy used to freestyle, freestyle hard, real hard. Um, his name was Kane and he was from New York and man, he could freestyle for, for hours, you know, straight up. So, um, you know, so I hung out with them for a while and, eventually you know my grades started slipping a lot at east and this was the first semester so um i had to make that decision to to transfer and i transferred to south high school at that time south rebel rebels at the time uh went there and uh didn't do didn't do the best but i did a little bit better enough to to graduate you know but i graduated with a, a below a 2.0 average at that time i, I knew i could have did a lot better but it is what it is. Um, so I graduated, went to community college for a little bit, and I went for um, for audio engineering and a minor in business. But eventually, you know, I dropped out because um, I linked back up with my boy Justin, and we were recording music. We were, you know, making beats in his basement. We had the drum machines, NPCs, uh, the mics, all that, you know. Um, and we were recording, so I figured I didn't need school anymore, so I did drop out of college at that time. Um, and eventually, of course, you know, without the knowledge of, of managing business or anything, being real young, doing whatever, um, the the uh, the recording side of everything didn't go as as we planned, you know, but it's all good. Um, but I did meet my wife at that time. I was working at Illages. I met Asia at that time. And about a year later, um, we had my, my daughter, Shayla. And that's where I put all my focus into was to to make sure that I put food on the table and, um, you know, we, we worked together as a unit, my wife and I, to make sure that, you know, we took care of, of our child. And that's where a lot of my energy went into. Um, but of course, you know, music was still my passion and linked back up with a longtime friend of mine, Marcus Hayes, rest in peace. Um, we, we linked, we linked up, we started making music together. We, we helped launch a label called Exile Entertainment. You know, we had a whole group of everybody, uh, making music, you know, um, we were, we were doing what we could to hit the scene. Marcus had a huge impact on me. Um, and that's why, I, you know, I, I named my third child, um, Marcus, you know, I named him after, after my homeboy, but he had a, a huge impact on me. He used to try to get me out of my shell, get me, you know, to, to learn about the, the business side of, of the industry. Uh, we would go to the library and we would sit down and read about, um, publishing music and all that. Right. But 
I still wasn't in that mindset yet, you know. So, uh, you know, eventually, um, you know, with with everything that was going on with my kids, I was, it was hard for me to find a job. Kind of kind of uh, gravitated away from from the music scene a little bit. And Marcus, you know, he was still hitting it. He was hitting it hard, you know, very passionate about, about the whole scene. And I was still hanging with Justin as well, still recording music here and there, but not enough to make ends meet. Um, so that, that kind of went that way, right? So skip skip forward a couple of years. Um, you know, it's when I, I had to deal with some, some hard things. My sister passed away, Yolanda. We used to call her Nene. She passed away at that time. And hit me real hard didn't know how I would deal with it you know I did have a couple of kids and my wife at the time um but that was a very hard situation to get through so um yeah it was tough and then not too long after Marcus Hayes passed away as well um which was another blow to me um I couldn't couldn't really figure out you know the reasons behind the things that that was going on but ever since then um, you know, I, I did make it a, a point to, to make sure that, um, that what I did, you know, was, was in, was in, uh, in good spirits and doing it for them. So, uh, that was a hard time to get out of, but going a little bit further, um, I eventually, what, when I turned 30, you know, I, I had to reflect on my life. Um, I had two kids, I had my wife, I was working but I was still not getting to the point to where I felt that, like I I needed to be, you know, for, for my family. So ever since I hit 30, I hit it with the mindset of going forward, every decision I make is going to be based off of my experience from my first 30 years of my life, right? You know, I'm not just going to make these sporadic decisions and or not go towards and, and get something accomplished that I wanted to do. I'm going to hit it hard. So from there, you know, in, in the job I was at at the time, I was working working for a um, a pretty big company. Um, I started making the moves again, you know, moving up the chain, trying to make manager and all that stuff. So I hit it. I hit that scene hard, and my boy Justin hit me up. Had some connects from uh, uh, from New York for some music, so I, I sent some music to uh, some producers in New York. Didn't think too much of it, but you know, from there. And I was able to land some some uh, some of my tracks on reality TV shows uh, that I was very proud of at that time, you know. And I still get a little bit, a little bit of royalties here and there. Not much, not much at all. But it is a very competitive industry, you know. You got to be on it. You got to make, you know, a lot of tracks. You got to stay up up to date. You got to just just be on it. And I wasn't on it, you know. I was still still trying to figure that that out you know but um you know I, I, I did make a little bit of a progress in my producer aspirations um you know still proud of that as well but it, it helped me understand that things can be done you know I can accomplish just about anything I put my mind to and eventually you know I became manager at my job started leading, leading teams getting out of my shell uh, doing presentations in front of VPs and all that and and doing things that I never thought that I can do, you know, but but through my recent experience, uh, you know, with with uh, the death of my friend and, and my sister, uh, thinking about them, um, you know, and eventually getting some tracks on TV. A lot of that kind of motivated me to keep going as high as I can. Right. And, um, you know, that kind of led me to, to wanting to go back to school eventually in my mid 30s. 
So I went back to uh, to school and with the encouragement of my wife and my kids, you know, I kind of beasted my way through a couple of years of, of college, earned my associates. Um, and at that time, I was like, I'm done. I'm not going back for my bachelor's or anything like that. But a year later, of course, you know, I re-enrolled and, and started going for my bachelor's. And that's when my wife, um, she got, you know, she was pregnant with my third son, Marcus Aurelius. We call him Marcus Aurelius because uh, that was Marcus Hayes' uh, alias uh, when we were with Exile Entertainment. And I wanted to to uh, name him after that. But on top of that, of course, Gladiator Gladiator is my favorite movie, and uh, Marcus Aurelius, um, you know, is a, a prophet, you know, from from back back in those days as well. But you know, amongst those reasons um, as well. But Marcus Aurelius, uh, that's where where we got his name from. Um, so I was going back to school, and it was tough. You know, we had we had a, a newborn um, at the time. My kids were already ten plus. You know, my two older kids, uh, Malik and Shayla, were two, ten plus. And I was going back to school. My wife was working graveyard shift. I was working forty hours a week, and my you know as a manager, taking care of the kids. And then once everybody's asleep, my wife went to work. You know, I'll get back to my schoolwork in the middle of the night holding Marcus Aurelius in my hand while I'm doing essays on, on finances and all that, you know, answering those questions, studying and all, but, um, tough time, but eventually worked my way through it, got my bachelor's uh, degree, uh, very happy about that accomplishment, but, you know, once you get the degree, it's kind of like, what do you do from here? I wanted to keep myself busy, but I did learn about LLC, sole proprietorships, nonprofits and all that, and at that time, I didn't figure that nonprofit organization was was down my alley so i did start a uh clothing line wayne milton enterprise um you know started designing my own clothes because i love creating things so creating my own clothes my own designs pushing the product figuring all that out shipping costs and all that um a lot of that was was very informative you know to learn about you know doing photo shoots and everything and just really trying to figure out those things um as well and you know, I mean, it, it, it was okay. You know, I was, I was able to, to understand and learn how to eventually make profit and, and you know, the, um, you know, the time spent behind it and all that. But skipping forward about a year or so in, into that um, year 2020, right before I earned my, my, my bachelor's degree, actually, kind of in the midst of it, uh, we were all in lockdown. Everybody remembers that. And a lot of stuff was going on, protests violence i mean a lot of things were going on um the youth you know i was noticing that you know they're lost and i was trying to sit back and, and think you know what what can we do and that's kind of how I, I came up with the idea of starting a nonprofit. but what, what would it be about so i thought about uh somebody in, in the corporate world that, that helped me out um he was an older guy he's retired now but um one day he pulled me aside and, and he asked me if I if I knew what what, what I was doing my 401k and I was, I was like nah not really you know um, so he offered you know to sit me down for about an hour and he gave me the best game of you know uh, stocks and all that 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 I've ever learned ever in my life before that didn't mean nothing to me but he sat me down he showed me my my options and he showed me how to review the history of, of certain stock portfolios and and where to invest my money and i put my money in certain certain things based off of that knowledge and and it helped me grow um 
you know, my my financial portfolio. And I think I earned back about 15 percent that year, my 401k, you know, that really blew my mind because before that, you know, none of us really talked about it. We didn't talk about stocks or anything like that growing up. Uh, None of my homeboys, it was hard to really bring up that conversation with other people because, um, you know, that's not a a big topic, you know. Uh, But as we all know as well is that it definitely wasn't a topic in school either as as big as a, of a topic as should have been so that's that's kind of where i wanted to to aim my focus at on starting a nonprofit, um on providing these type of resources to the youth because i think that's where it starts right i think it starts at understanding the basics of finances when you're young uh, which will greatly increase your chance of living a, a financially stable life going forward. A lot of us go into uh, the world after high school already in debt, you know, and then we spend the rest of our life trying to, to get out of it. But I think it's important that even if we give them the basics of banking systems, um, even stocks and all that, I mean, just really the basic information for them to understand it gives them a better start, you know, when they start in the real world. Um, and I say that because I know some some kids going to college, they're taking out these loans. We all know that, you know, I mean, those loans are extremely difficult to pay back. Um, even kids with credit cards, I mean, they max them out and then trying to pay them off, you know, all that. So I thought that's that's exactly the target that I wanted to to aim for is to provide these resources, you know, and I think that's also an important piece of what's missing in our, in our community. I mean, these kids are out there not really having that type of um, aspiration to live up to, you know, they don't see no other out besides just, just hanging out in the hood. And we've seen it even till these, till this day, you know, kids are shooting up the block, hearing gunshots outside still to this day, uh, kids getting shot. I mean, teenagers, young right um and i think back to when i was that age getting into those type of things you know and and getting robbed at a point in time and getting into fights and you know all that so you know i was very lucky to get out of that and i want to make sure that i can pay pay it forward um by trying to offer these kids another outlet trying to teach them how to build a business um how to manage you know their their finances in a productive way um to where they can re redirect their energy and then build something to where they are hopeful for something in the future and it, it should cause a less of a less of a, a mindset to to you know go the other route you know to to feel like gangs is the only way to go um so that's that's really what what is the basis around what we do as an organization and that's how I got to to where I am today just from from those experiences you know um and and we started the righteous project inc because of of a lot of that going on um and a lot of that kind of sprung out of the of the uh of the lockdown i mean things been going on way before then for sure you know but um trying to trying to make an impact on the community was something that was there for me but then it wasn't you know it didn't really spark that interest or that that um motivation until the lockdown so um with all that you know all my past experience all the all the uh uh, support from friends and family um you know kind of got me to where i am today i couldn't get through college without the support from my family from my wife uh from my parents um anything like that and i know a lot of people don't have that type of support all the time and that's why it's important that 
they know there are uh, those type of people that are willing to provide that type of support just like us um, and that's what we're here for so you know I'm, I'm pretty sure I left out a lot of details about my history but eventually um, going into more episodes um, I'm pretty sure I'll, I'll share a lot more um, but that's really it you know this is this is Billy Wayne and, and that was my story everything I, I, I gone through to get to where I am today I'm very proud of my accomplishments and I'm pretty sure that there are a lot of people out there um, that are you know um, got the motivation to, to, to keep going and that's all I can say is to keep going you can accomplish anything that you put your mind to right so you know that's that's the whole story in a nutshell um thank you again for listening to our first episode if you have any comments uh questions or anything at all anything at all leave them in the comment section uh we will be on youtube and we are also on rss.com spotify and amazon uh, music as well we will eventually get to the other streaming sites too but right now we're trying to start um, so the best way you can support, go ahead and, and subscribe, share your information, share the um, share the episode as much as you can. Show some love if you want to come up on, on the show. Oh, messing up. Uh, if you want to come up on the show, fill it out. We will provide the uh, the form to fill out. Come on the show, share your story. You know, um, just just be out there. That's what we're all about, right? Just just uh, building that legacy, united with the world so um once again it's your boy billy wayne signing off episode one thank you for joining me you guys have a good day peace